The Icon Factor Podcast with Cheryl Pullins is a must-listen podcast for the woman entrepreneur or executive looking to tap into her inner icon and make a lasting impact in the world. We will explore the latest concepts and trends in personal development, personal branding, and help listeners discover the secrets to living a life they crave. From time to time, you'll listen in on inspiring conversations from successful women who have cultivated their own Icon Factor. The Icon Factor podcast is the ultimate companion to unleashing your potential and living life as a modern day icon. Subscribe now and level up your life by listening to the Icon Factor Podcast with Cheryl Pullins. Hello, gorgeous, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Icon Factor Podcast, and I am your host, Cheryl Pullins, and it is my delight, my pure delight to welcome to our episode today, Dr. Quindola Crowley, a.k.a. Dr. Quinn, when she said that to me, all I could think of was, you know, the television show. (laughs) Welcome, Dr. Quinn. Hi, Cheryl. Thank you. It is such an honor and a pleasure to be here with you today. Thank you so much. It's it's awesome to have you here. And... um, I want to really jump in so we can have some fun, spend a little time getting to know you. So with that said, tell us a little bit about Dr. Quinn and how she got where she is and what she's doing and all the all the things. Well, that's pretty exciting. So, you know, I like being called Dr. Quinn. I'm not the medicine woman, but <laughs> I am you know, really focused on health and wellness. Um, I am, you know, a veteran. So I've spent uh, 27 years in the military. And I actually worked in the military doing several things, had a very successful career. But more than anything, I really worked on the mental health side with veterans and was able to be part of uh, PTSD programs, combat stress. I dealt with that. And then if I go back from that, if I step back from the time I went into the military, I worked uh, very closely. I say I cut my teeth as a therapist and a mental health provider working with women who um, went through domestic violence and uh, rape and incest, children of of incest and uh, child victims of sexual assault. So um, that's kind of where my passion lies. That's where it began. And so I always go back to really addressing and empowering women. So I currently work with the VA, uh, taking care of veterans and still looking at opportunities to engage with human trafficking and women that have been, um, 
really underserved. Uh, and so that's where my passion is. I continue to focus on uh, those kinds of issues. Even while I'm taking care of veterans, there are lots of opportunities to even help women veterans who sometimes don't know that they're actually veterans. You know, they did their time in the military and they don't think that they're veterans. It's an interesting thing. It's wow. Yeah, it's unbelievable how many women um, don't seek out services uh, because they didn't retire. So for some reason, because they didn't retire, though, they don't think they're eligible and they still don't classify themselves as actual veterans. Hmm. I did not know that. That's that's interesting all by itself. Mm-hmm. Wow. 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 Well, you de- definitely have had an amazing story career that you're still still in the midst of, you know, from re- uh, retiring from the military to segueing into working with veterans and women and all. It's just absolutely incredible. We're, we're a military family. My husband did 20 years. Um, our son is in... I think he's past 20 now. <laughs> and uh, so... We, very um, military-focused family. So thank you for your service uh, and ongoing service as well. So with all that said, I have one question that I ask all the guests. And that question is, what's your icon factor? What's your secret sauce? Oh, that's a good one. So I would say it's my resiliency. And there was a time that I didn't understand what that meant for me uh, because God would put so many different kinds of pressures and obstacles and challenges in my way. And then I would also end up with the most challenged and the most difficult patients. Um, And so what I learned, one about myself, was that I was very resilient. And so when I go through something, I'm able to address it, move through it, uh, and bounce back. I bounce back very quickly. It doesn't mean I don't revisit it every now and then, and it doesn't get triggered sometimes if there's some things that are going on. But then I know and I recognize and I'm able to move through it. And it's almost the gift that I was given because of the work that I had to do, that I was Mm -hmm. called to do. And so I had to be well in order to serve. Mm -hmm. And so in showing them that you can move through some of the most awful situations uh, and you can still rise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can still rise. You know, resilience is, um, I think one of one of my um, attributes or whatever. I'm not sure what the right word is in the moment, but you know, having been, you know, knocked down. <laughs> Mm-hmm. many times in life and then finding your footing to get right back up and continue on and do what you've been called to do in the world. 
makes for a very resilient person indeed. So when it comes to your chapter in the Unlock the Icon Within book project, what is the title of your chapter and what inspired you to write it? Well, it is about, you know, pulling yourself back together, really focusing on mental health, focusing on your wellness, you know, the black girls, the black girl magic of who we are. And we could talk to any woman, but I really want to talk to our sisters because, you know, we put that cape on, we put that big SW, you know, some says mine is for social work. Some say it's for superwoman, you know, um, and I've worn the cape. And then there was a time in my life I realized, take that cape off. You know, it's part of the facade of trying to be uh, what you're not in the moments that you're not. It's okay to hurt. It's okay to have um, relationship fatigue. It's okay to have parenting fatigue. It's okay to, to, um, to not be okay. And we don't have to pretend that we're always okay. We're strong. We don't talk to anybody about it. We don't share it. It actually, there's some data that takes us way back that this is probably some inherent um, uh, behaviors that we do because of the things that we experienced as a people, you know, 200 years ago, um, and it's still part of how we have to step up and take over and 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 just do and you, mm-hmm. and you become numb and you don't feel so i wanted to talk to uh, the women about that in a real plain talk easy talk sisterly way to say hey you know hey sis what's going on how are you feeling mm-hmm. what's happening and you don't have to feel like that and if you do you know, walk in it for a few minutes, but then understand that you can ask for help. You know, you can pray and go to therapy. Right. You can find yeah. a Christian yeah. therapist. You can still have faith and it doesn't make you weak. You know, if your arm was broken, you would get a cast. If your diabetes, which is a chemical imbalance, you know, is out of whack, you might have to start taking insulin. And so if we're dealing with real depression and we're dealing with um, real anxiety and mental health issues, we might need medication. And sometimes you don't know that you need that until you go and seek out some help and you don't have to do it alone. And that's what I'm really talking about in the chapter. That's really good. That's so good. That's so good. Because that's, you know, you touched on some things uh, that people just aren't having conversations about. They aren't talking about. I remember when I first found out about my my uh, A1C and uh, my glucose level and all, and they wanted me to take medicine. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not going to take it. Uh, I'll, I'll deal with it another way, you know. And while it worked for a little while... <laughs> You know, finally, I was like, Cheryl, if this is what you have to do, this is what you have to do. You know, it's not the end of the world. Um, just just do what you need to do. So I said, I was like, okay, okay, okay. 
you know, rather than sit there and watch my numbers go up, you know? So, um, but some of that, some of that was shame, I think, mm-hmm. around the fact that, that this was happening. Um, and I did not really talk to, I did not really, I didn't talk to anybody about it outside of having a conversation with the doctor. You know, I didn't really, I barely had the conversation with my husband because now that I'm listening to you and I'm thinking about this, it, there was shame around it. There really was mm. shame around it. So this is an incredible conversation, an incredible topic. I love that you're writing about it. And um, so if there was one um, one takeaway that you want people who read your chapter, if there was just one thing, of course, they, they're going to get all the juicy fabulousness once they read the chapter. But if there's one thing that they could walk away with um, from your chapter, what would that be? That it's okay to not be okay sometimes. Mm-hmm. That you have permission to go through it, whatever it, it is, Um and that it's okay, and that to ask for help. There's no shame in in that. You know, actually, it takes a lot of courage and strength, and we present as strong, uh, and that can be part of your strength. Part of your strength is your ability to step out and say, hey, maybe I need help with this. I'm not okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's good. It takes strength to to ask for help and to say that I'm not okay. You are absolutely right about that, most definitely. Because like I said, with some things, it comes shame, it comes guilt, Mm -hmm. it comes fears, it comes Mm -hmm. all of these different emotions that you don't recognize immediately either. Mm -hmm. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, you don't recognize. I didn't recognize I had shame around, you know, <laughs> my A1C and my glucose numbers. But when I look at it, that's exactly what it was, you know. Because you're so, supposed to be strong and these mm-hmm. things didn't happen to you. And mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and it happens to all of us. And we are all in this together. And it's funny the things that shame us, or that we allow mm-hmm. to shame us. Um, uh, mm-hmm. and, and we go through that a lot as women. Um, and so somehow we've got to reframe and begin to walk in our courageous self because we present as strong, we're very mm-hmm. high functioning in those mm-hmm. depressive places, in those anxiety places. We are so strong. We walk through life and nobody knows that you go home and are just can't make it anymore. can barely pull yourself mm-hmm. out of bed sometimes. You know, but you get up, you smile, and you start all over the next day um, because of the shame in asking for help. But it's the most courageous thing you could ever do. And that's your strength. Incredible conversation. This is an incredible conversation. Um, And it really means that I want want to, I really want to have you back, uh, Dr. Quinn, um, because you know, I, I, my work, my mission is helping women win. Mm. Um, but 
so many women are winning at an expense of losing. That. The expense of losing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. it. So I really, you hit it. I really want to have you back so we can have some real transparent conversation and help these high-functioning, high-performing women, you know, really assess where they really are. Um, so thank you. Thank you so much for coming, for sharing. How can our listeners stay connected to you? What's the best way for them to contact you, connect with you if, if, uh, if they want to? Right now, the best way to reach out to me is through email. And that is Quindola, Q-U-I-N-D-O-L-A at Comcast.net. I do have some projects underway, so you will see, you know, some other things coming forth, the website and all of that. But right now, the best way to reach me is at Quindola at Comcast.net. Uh, and I do have to say, it's been an honor and a pleasure um, to be with my, uh, my, I want to just say you, you are just most awesome, inspiring coach um, that is out there, the iconic coach. I, I love you. And um, such an honor and a pleasure to work with you today. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for those words, you know, words and in, 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 um, sentiments like that definitely fill my cup, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> sometimes you out there and you're doing, you're doing, you're doing, and not that you're doing it for that, but it's also, it's, it's good to be seen. It's good to be heard. So thank you. Thank you so much for that. It's definitely been an honor to host you here today on the Icon Factor podcast. I've been your host, Cheryl Pullins. Thank you so much to the listeners that have been listening to us having these amazing conversations and we're just going to keep it going. So with that said, I'll see you next time. The Icon Factor podcast with Cheryl Pullins is a must listen podcast for the woman entrepreneur or executive looking to tap into her inner icon and make a lasting impact in the world. We will explore the latest concepts and trends in personal development, personal branding, and help listeners discover the secrets to living a life they crave. From time to time, you'll listen in on inspiring conversations from successful women who have cultivated their own Icon Factor. The Icon Factor podcast is the ultimate companion to unleashing your potential and living life as a modern day icon. Subscribe now and level up your life by listening to the Icon Factor Podcast with Cheryl Pullins.